Hello and welcome to So Divine Conversations. I'm Megan Skinner. And I'm Stephanie Galling. And this is our monthly podcast. We do it mid-month where Stephanie and I have a conversation. We dig into a theme or explore a topic or something that we feel is relevant for the times, all with a mind's eye towards inspiration and helping you to lead a more conscious life. So hello, Stephanie. Hi, Megan. (laughs) So for this conversation, we thought that we would explore the unknown. Just because we're in this time of so much unknown, I definitely think this is the great unknown. And this is a time where our worlds and our structures and our routines and our relationship with security, it's all changing day to day, moment to moment. And there's just so many unknowns. So Stephanie, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, I mean, it's just a really intense time. I mean, on many levels, but a lot of being because it's colored by this sense of things not being known, right? Like, when will this release? (laughs) When will this change? When will we um, know more? When can people move to getting their lives back together again in some way that resembled as it was before, you know, when will my children go back to school? When will this, when will that, when will the other thing? There's a lot of things that we just do not know. And yet, as you and I were talking, we've talked before about, you know, while it feels so intense right now, like this great unknown, it is sort of a reminder that on some level, (laughs) Even when we knew more, nothing really is ever known, right? Like everything is always unknown. We don't know what's going to happen the next second around the corner, you know? So it's just like, yes, this is more intense because of the structure. So many structures are dismantled in terms of like not knowing like how will they rebirth themselves. But it is kind of also a reminder of like all we ever really have is the present because everything is often really unknown. Yeah, I think to your point, part of what you're saying is maybe the idea that we know, you know, what's going to happen is really just a big old illusion. I mean, you know, ultimately, you know, we're life and everything. We're just making this up as we go along. Um, And that's not changed. I think it's just there's just so much more awareness of that. I also think that ultimately this is really about our relationship with change and because things are changing so quickly. And again, ultimately things are always changing. I think we're just so, so much more aware of it. And I think the idea of change makes people feel very out of control. And I think a lot of times it brings up this feeling of anxiety, like I'm not in control. Absolutely. You know, and that's the thing too, like there was, there's always change, but there was so much change with like no memo that the change was coming, right? So it is, you know, not to discount this like moment we're in, right? Because again, there's so much dismantling that like, you know, our lives might even feel unknown. We've never personally lived in this way we've lived before, you know, whether it be our daily routines, you know, how we allocate our time, our you know, what's going on for us financially and what will occur next. And to your point, like it is bringing up for a lot of people, this notion of feeling out of control and how do I regain some sense or semblance 
of control in my life. And what about all those bigger things like that are happening on a governmental level to try to steer this ship that feel way out of control or beyond our, you know, our ability to exert control? Yeah, I think, you know, ultimately, you know, maybe control is an illusion to, yeah, exactly. to, to, to some degree, right? You know, if we look at this maybe in a bigger context or even like in a spiritual context, because I do believe this is a spiritual crisis. I mean, it's an economic yeah. crisis and so many other things, but perhaps, you know, the the potential here is it's forcing us all to be in the moment and to be present to that moment. And I know that's something that I struggle with. I think I tend to futurize and again, wanting that feeling of security because I know what's going to happen and I have a plan and I can execute the plan. And that's not there anymore, not in the same way. And so ultimately, perhaps, is this an opportunity to like really ground into and really be present to the moment. Absolutely. And I think by framing it that way, it will give us the strength and the fortitude and the confidence to be present in our lives, right? In terms of like that sense of like giving up control, but also like, okay, I don't know what this will will occur because I've never been here before. But just because I've never been here before doesn't mean that if I pay attention to the here and the now that I can't navigate this because Mm -hmm. you can, right? Right. It's just like finding different sense of resonance or feedback. You know, maybe the feedback is not like, or the the game plan or the GPS is not the old one that we used to use, right? Mm -hmm. It's a completely new one that we are inventing moment by moment by moment. But I think it's really all important for us to say, yes, this is unknown, but that doesn't mean that we can't navigate through it and flourish within it. Right. And I think you're bringing up a really good point. And, you know, perhaps in the unknown, there is this huge opportunity for reinvention. Perhaps there is some freedom in this, right? Because if we're making this up as we go, which ultimately we always are, but it's more in our face right now, that frees us up to be different or be creative or to do things in a completely different way. I really feel like this is a time of reinvention. And, you know, for those of us that have our own business or self-employed, I feel like we're like reinventing ourselves and reinventing our businesses. And I'm sure this is true, you know, for so many people in so many ways. And if we can really maybe ground in the unknown, Mm -hmm. there's so many different possibilities that aren't necessarily present when we have that structure, that controlled structure, or that controlled plan. Completely, completely, right? And then it becomes too like, well, what's our honing device Mm. to be able to move through that? And it really does feel like so much of that is in the present moment. How does this feel? right? What am I resonating with? Mm -hmm. What's arising for me? 
What is my intuition like mm-hmm. sharing with me? If if I am if there's less these structures in place that have sort of like been a channel for me that defined how I approach things without those to rely upon right here right now with so many more possibilities what feels right to do and how to be and how to choose consciously yeah. choose. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I think, you know, what you're saying too, is it requires you to check in with yourself. Absolutely. And it re- also requires, I think, to trust yourself on, on a little bit different level. And you also brought up the word, you know, intuition. And, you know, I think, you know, intuition is such a powerful resource. If we're looking at tools to negotiate, because intuition is, you know, what is intuition? Intuition to me is this sense of knowing that lies deep within you, aside from maybe what is rational or reasonable or intellectually makes sense. And so that inner voice, you use the the term, you know, GPS, right? Isn't intuition ultimately like this deeper spiritual GPS that can guide us through this? And yet trusting that, you know, trusting your intuition, trusting that inner voice, because Sometimes it's not always rational. It's not always, quote, reasonable. It may not always make complete sense. Stretches us stretches us to some degree. Completely. And it feels like yet another time that we need to be able to, like, trust that more and have faith with that more. Mm-hmm. And as you're saying that, I was thinking a really good flower essence for that mm. is Serato, spelled C-E-R-A-T-O, because it's a flower essence that helps us to listen in mm. and to trust what we hear within. So that might be something that people might want to explore. Um, I also was thinking too, as you were talking, it, this may not be true or not, but like, is this sense of like the unknown, like the zero card, like the full card, or is there like a tarot <laughs> card that like helps, can help us connect to the sense of the unknown? Well, actually, Stephanie, you are correct. <laughs> look, I've learned something from you. I've, I've learned a lot from you. But I, well, I learned about the and, and right back at you. But yes, I think that's great. You're bringing up the fool card and the fool is ruled by zero. And so the idea with the fool is, you know, he's our connection to that cosmic goose egg, right? You know, you know, and he's ruled by the realm of air. And so in the realm of air, you know, it's the realm of ideas and inspiration before they're grounded in time and space. And so the parable or the phrase that often goes along with the fool is the fool jumps off the cliff because he knows the angels will catch him. And so I think we all feel a little bit like we're all jumping off these unknown cliffs and just trusting that we're going to be caught. And yet the fool jumps off the cliff because he feels called or he feels inspired. And perhaps as you're talking or we're talking about, you know, checking in and following your intuition is maybe a part of that is allowing and giving yourself some permission to say, what's really inspiring me mm-hmm. instead of what should I be doing or what should be happening? Maybe just take a moment and, you know, it's almost like you get a little giddy thinking about it. Give yourself a moment to say, well, what would inspire me right now? And to trust and follow that inspiration and see where it takes you. I think that's so important. I mean, the thing that we can rely upon, right, in this unknown 
um, is also this sense of deeper level of knowing, right? Mm -hmm. And tuning inward. What is inspiring me? What am I hearing coming forth from within? When there's this greater open canvas, right? Without some set structures. And if we release the shoulds, like, what do I desire? What do I want? What do I need? Right. And to ask those different questions. And there's a sense of greater freedom in that. Yeah. Well, ultimately, you know, I always like that phrase, like life's a mystery. Don't take it too seriously. Right. And, you know, ultimately when I think about the unknown, I, you know, what comes up is I think about like the ancient mystery schools where, you know, it was very much aligned with exploring the unknown through archetypes or symbols or your connection with nature. Um, You know, again, like if we're looking at different tools to ground in the unknown, nature is such a powerful grounding force um, in all this because nature constantly changes and evolves whether we try to control it or not. Right. And maybe, you know, we're going to get in tune with our own natures, you know, uh, our own relationship with change in some different kinds of ways. I also feel like when we were talking about the mystery and life is a mystery, I don't think we're really ultimately supposed to know, you know, what we think we're supposed to know. I mean, isn't that why we're here? I mean, isn't that part of the process of discovery? Again, that makes us a little uncomfortable, but isn't that kind of part of the journey of being here? Yes, completely. Right. That discovery, like that unfettered discovery, mm-hmm. you know, and it's funny as you were talking about nature and as I heard mm-hmm. that too, like nature sort of being that guide or that teacher to learn from, I was looking out the window and like these three little birds that I've never seen, <laughs> like just sort of like hopped on the ledge and hopped off. And then a stellar jay appeared out of my other window. And I thought, wow, like Again, none of that was known, right? It was like this really beautiful parable experience. Like none of that was known. I, you know, I didn't, there wasn't like no schedule for any of that. And yet like it was beautiful, you know, and there's this element of surprise. And to think about that from the perspective of like, we may not know what's coming next, but that does not mean that what's coming next is terrible or horrible, Mm -hmm. right? It could be what's point. We don't know that what's coming next might be just like magical and inspiring and full of joy. So I think that that's a really important orientation piece. Do you mean you think that the bird didn't have a plan? You don't think the bird had a plan? No, just kidding. It's like (laughs) the bird like, okay, today at such and such time, I'm going to land on Stephanie's bush. And you know, right. It's like, it's just like so ridiculous. Right. And I love that you're bringing up this idea of surprise because again, it's just this new context. And I'm, as we're talking, I mean, like realizing that maybe I have some negative ideas about the unknown. Maybe I hold this as like, (gasps) the unknown is this kind of negative thing. Instead of again, going back to like the fool archetype, it's this unlimited, unlimited potential, right? And maybe it's the space of miracles. Like you bring up magic. Maybe it's in that unknown without those preconceived ideas and notions where the magic, those, like you're saying, those miracles can happen. Yeah. And I think it's all of it. I mean, you would not be the first nor the last to like have an issue with the unknown. I do have that as well. Like I would go not back and forth, but it's like all of that, right? Sometimes it's just like, oh my God, what's going to connect? How are we going to navigate? And then it's like, okay, 
just focus in, be in the present moment, think back to all the times in your life where things weren't unknown and beautiful things arose. And I was thinking too about how we can't have the unknown halt our ability to like fully participate in life. I mean, I'm actually just even thinking about like you and I the last couple of months since we couldn't go out and couldn't go to the podcast studio that we're like, (gasps) oh my God, we don't have, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? And we could have been like, you know, or even in where we've been grappling with the technology we're using in that sense of like, <laughs> is this going to work? Well, we could both say like, we don't know if it's going to work. Let's not do it. Right. But we're right. like, we don't know if it's going to work. We're going to figure it out as we go along. Because I do think, and I can speak from experience, not related to this, but other things, it's like sometimes that sense of unknown, it stops me. Mm, and then it's like, yes. wait, what am I losing? What am I not gaining access to? What am I yes. cutting off because of fear of how will I be able to handle it? Or will some bad thing be hanging around the corner when oftentimes that's not really the case anyway. So just something else for people to look at, I think. Well, I think, you know, you have to let go of some perfection, you know, or perfectionism. I think the unknown is could be chaotic and a little bit messy, but is that not the beauty, you know, perhaps of of, you know, making it up as we go along. And also the opportunity to be ingenuous, not ingenuous, ingenious. What am I trying to say there, (laughs) Stephanie? What's that word? Ingenious. Genius. Genius. I mean, you know, what is, what is necessity is the mother of what? All invent, all creation, all invention. Yes. Invention, invention. Yeah. So there's so much opportunity. And the other thing is what an amazing learning experience. Um, one of the things, and we've talked about this before, is I feel like in the last few months, I've grown, I feel like tremendously by being able to be in the unknown and being able to deal with that and feel okay in that. I feel like it stretched me in some ways that have been very challenging, but ultimately really amazing. Mm incredible right and it were it not for the unknown you wouldn't have had that experience and that growth right if i'm hearing you absolutely i think you know a lot of times if you have issues with anxiety which i do or you're a perfectionist or you you need to have this feeling of control i think it can keep us really small yeah or it can keep our lives really small i think sometimes we have to be willing to jump off that cliff and say i'm just going to go for it right and Again, perhaps some of the silver lining in everything that's happening, and not to take away from any of the challenges or you know the, the you know the the deeper darker stuff, but perhaps that is that we're being inspired differently. You know, we're being inspired differently to to be bigger. Yes, yes, and I think that it's also like. It's all unknown, but I also think too, another layer of that, there's so much confusion out in the world with Mm. like different people describing different realities of what we're living in. Mm. So it's also that sense of like, well, what do we know to be true? What do we not know to be true? And in this environment that's been happening for the last many years, right? It's again, how do you navigate when it might be kind of blurry outside of you, right? Like how do you navigate in terms of your own knowing. So again, and it comes back to that turning inward and intuition and like, you know, seeing what inspires you. But I think that that's really, really important. I think Stephanie, excuse me, I think that is the absolute key. You know, I think that, you know, in these times, I think where, you know, the outer world where nothing makes sense and where nothing, I mean, what's reasonable anymore? You know, what, what is the truth? 
we have to start defining that for ourselves. And I think the only way to do that is to go within and take those opportunities, whether it's through meditation or journaling or whatever you do to get into those very, very quiet spaces, because it's in those quiet, quiet spaces where that sense of your truth or your sense of knowing or your sense of what's real to you is going to come. I think this is a time to, to turn inward, but ultimately I feel like in the changing, evolving consciousness of the planet, that's a part of the evolution is to learn how to go inward and create our realities from that deeper place. Mm -hmm. Right. In alignment with the all. Absolutely. Um, Beautiful. You know, the other thing too, I know that this has been really helpful for me at times when I've been feeling like, Ooh, everything's unknown (laughs) is, well, what is it that I can count on? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I can count on there will be like, I mean, this sounds so simplistic, but like the sun will rise, which usually I'm not up for, but I will count (laughs) on that. We can like watch the sunset. You know, I can also count on like creating my life based upon like creating routines Mm -hmm. based out of the things that really like speak to my heart, right? Mm. Like I can count on things that still feel very known, you know, Mm. my partnership, my family, my friends, like the through lines of our, my life. Mm. So I think too, like as things are shifting, maybe also to look like, what are the through lines of your life? And I think for many of us too, some of the through lines are being reassessed. Like maybe now that this is stripped away, that wasn't as important as I thought it was. And yet on the other side of that, which of those through lines feel stronger? Because that will that will allow you a sense of like known, like a sense of security and a sense of rhythm that may also bolster your sense of being and fortitude to then deal with the the, the unknown itself. Yeah, I think that's really, really important, Stephanie. I, I do. And I think as you're talking about the through lines, also what comes up for me <clears throat> is, you know, your connection to your inner self and also, you know, to something greater than yourself. I mean, whether that's spirit or your higher consciousness or the divine, whatever your belief system is just to remember that we're not just our mental constructs. We're just, we're not just the thinking mind that there's these bigger parts of ourselves. There's this bigger, you know, spiritual perspective. And when I look at my through lines, I'm just constantly reconnecting to my spiritual self and my higher mm. self. And that it feels so, so grounding and, and, and so constant to me. Mm, so beautiful, right? That sense of like you said, constant, right? That mm-hmm. anchoring. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I'm thinking too, and especially I'm thinking about this in the context right now of like Venus in Gemini, you know, Venus mm-hmm. is in Gemini for so long because of this retrograde and, you know, Venus being what we value and Gemini being about understanding and words and communication that wouldn't, maybe that it would be helpful and if this resonates with you to try this is like every morning or afternoon or whatever your routine would be to like actually name, right? The power in words, the power mm-hmm. in naming, mm-hmm. like name, you know, what is it? Do journaling, you know, what is it that I know to be true? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what is it right now that I know to be true? What is it right now that is an unknown for me, right? And again, that power in the yeah. naming and bringing things out of the dark, mm. I think can also be really helpful, like centering yeah. and emboldening exercise. I agree. I agree. And I also think it's funny you're talking about that Gemini energy and the Venus retrograde. Also, maybe 
permission to be curious. Yes. You know, we, we talked about this in our in our astrology and tarot podcast, but permission to be curious and also maybe some permission in these unknowns to imagine. You imagine, you know, the future hasn't gone away. And here we are talking about being present and, you know, being in the moment, but that doesn't mean that you can't imagine or play with different ideas of what you would like to manifest or what you would like to create. You know, I think it's important to have that balance of staying very present, but also being curious and allowing yourself to imagine, you know, what you do want in this changing reality. I think that's so important. And it's sort of like, I don't know if the phrase is like backed up, but I'll use it anyway, like (laughs) backed up by something that we spoke about in our May podcast, right? With this Venus retrograde, how Venus makes a square connection to Neptune three times, right? Two Mm -hmm. times in May and one time in July. So that's another through line is the like the beauty of imagining, right? So I feel like there's that like celestial support for that that you Mm -hmm. just shared. Yeah, I think that's, you know, if you can't imagine your future, how can it happen, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What also seems unknown is we could actually just like, this is unending. Like we could talk about this for a really long time. Right. And who knows what's next, but hopefully we'll be back (laughs) next month, but (laughs) you don't know. (laughs) Wow. Well, this was great, Stephanie. Thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you for this conversation. It was really illuminating for me as all of ours are for me. Yeah. So let's, let's all stay in the mystery not take it too seriously. Uh, one of the great things I heard about um, uh, enlightenment was the first step in enlightenment is to lighten up. So <laughs> maybe we maybe we end with that on kind of a light, lighter note. So thank you so much, Stephanie, and we'll see you all soon. See y'all soon.